Where's the love? Right here on this podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, love to Love Drop, 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 Drop. where your host and One Love Ambassadors, Charles and Diane, will share love, hope, and inspirational topics taken from their journey and world events. We will also include on-location recordings and special pop-up guests from cool places all around the world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In America, when you tell someone you love them, as opposed to telling them you like them, that one word love can be a game changer. Love is just that powerful. Do you know that there are over 100 million love songs out there? That's a lot of love talk and something to think about. The emotions of love can be considered universal, whereas the actual word love can mean many things to different people. For example, Diane and I have many different loves. Our love for God, love for our children and our grandchildren, love for life and each other, as well as our one love for our listening audience, just to name a few. And uh, thinking back, I recall doing Tai Chi on our patio when we lived in Pasadena, California. A certain neighbor would often walk past just as I was doing my Tai Chi form and would say hi. Eventually, because of his curiosity in my Tai Chi form, we started having small talks. His English was very limited and my Mandarin was non-existent. So we would have very short talks, to say the least. Over time, our interactions and conversations evolved to a point where we were learning each other, and he was learning my Tai Chi form, as well as we were exchanging books and information on Tai Chi and other health topics. The language barrier was still there, however, but the connectivity was there also through the love of mutual interests. A connection had been made that allowed us to work around and through because of our friendship. And right before Diane and I moved from Pasadena, I remember my friend bringing his son over to say goodbye. My friend looked down at his toddler son who was about, uh, I'll say three years of age at the time. And he instructed the little boy to say bye-bye to uncle. Bye-bye to uncle. This little boy looked up at me with the biggest smile and said, bye-bye uncle. In that exchange, I felt the universal power of love. You see, the title uncle in the Asian culture is one of endearment. 
Now that was touching. I would definitely say there is a universal application when it comes to the word and the meaning of the word love. And now with that said, let's hear from my beautiful wife and co-host Diane. Thank you, and yes, Charles, I agree. There is definitely a universal attachment to the power of love. Dr. Maya Angelou says it like this. Love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. I absolutely love the fact that the power of love can transcend language and culture without even speaking a word. For example, a person can point to themselves, then make a heart shape with their hands, and finally, with a smile, point to another person. Nine chances out of 10, that simple gesture will translate universally to say, I love you. Even a child gets that message. I say that because I have done it with my grandchildren countless times. Now, they even do it to me. Just to be clear, even though the power of love can be felt universally, there still needs to be a connect for it to translate Using our love languages is a way to form connections. For example, my love languages are touch, specifically hugs, and acts of service. Well, you are probably aware of, dear listeners, giving hugs from a distance, or as I call them, air hugs, are just not the same as human-to-human physical contact. So, as many of us have had to do over the past few years, I've made some adaptions. And now, I give back hugs. It's a very simple and safe way to have that contact, but still keep your distance. You just put back to back, touch at shoulders, cross your arms over your chest, and just go from side to side and up and down. And there you have it, a back hug. Even though I still give old school hugs, I'm just a lot more selective these days. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. The power of love heals, restores, and connects in the most beautiful ways. Check out what a few of our listeners have to say about this subject. Hey everyone, my name is Shannon. Thank you so much, Diane, for having me on. So what love language means to me is finding out not only what is important to me, but others. So if I'm going into somebody's house 
and I see some dishes in their sink and I'm like, oh, let me help them out by doing their dishes and I'm spending time cleaning and all this stuff. But their true love language is quality time. They're just wanting me to sit down, speak with them, spend some time with them. And I'm here busy doing everything else but what their love language is. Um, I'm doing a good thing, but I'm not doing what that person needs. So love language is finding what is meaningful to yourself as well as other people and being an in, being intentional about doing that. My love language is quality time. So that means so much to me. I remember when um, my boyfriend and I started dating and just like on our first date, it just meant a lot that you know, we both had our cell phones put away, didn't even come out. And we were just having that communication and talking and just that quality time. Um, so that means so much. So quality time is definitely my love language. Hey, it's Giovanni here. Thank you for having me. Um, love language for me is, um, is um, I know a little bit about uh, your personality. Um, you know what the way you are um you know it's like uh we have a different personality everybody's different but uh with that thing you can know a little bit about the person you know what they think you like it so um you know at some point you don't get surprised about like oh what the person is doing why he's doing that i mean uh it's, you know you know when you already know that um that he's enjoying doing that so um yeah my uh, love language is um <clears throat> But it's kind of close between, I suppose, this uh, physical touch, but I I used to think that it's uh, quality time, too. I think it was used for one point or something. But, yeah, physical touch, um, I like to, I don't be sticky or touchy, but I like to, uh, you know, uh, show the person maybe with uh, a hug or, uh, you know, a touch of hand and say that um, I love you. So, yeah, but also quality time is, is kind of going the same way, too. So that is me. Um, so I think how in my and Giovanni's relationship, how we merge our, um, love languages, I think our, like my top two, my first one was quality time and my second one was physical touch. And then his top one was physical touch and his, um, second one was quality time. So we, that kind of just flowed. And I think there's, um, so much um, what word I want to use, not comparability, but similarities between quality time and physical touch. Cause in order for you to, you know, hug someone or kiss someone or hold their hand or just rub their back and be there, you know, you have to have some form of quality time. So I think we just kind of meshed well in that sense. I remember when um, I had him take the love language and we were having that conversation and when I told him my second one was physical touch, uh, he was like, yeah, no, I don't think so. And I think that that's just because like in the beginning of the relationship, was shy. <laughs> I don't think I was shy, but you know, when you're just getting to know someone, I remember on our first date after we you know, had dinner and we talked with each other afterwards, we went outside and we were talking and I remember him <laughs> touching my hand and I just automatically grabbed it back. <laughs> he said he felt so bad, but it had been years, you know, since 
prior to him where I had been in a relationship. So I think it just kind of caught me off guard. But after, you know, we communicated, we got to know each other. Then, you know, he realized that physical touch was one of my love languages. It just wasn't apparent in the beginning of our relationship. No, no, exactly. Uh, I think so it's the reason we, uh, we get along very, very well. Um, so I don't know. We enjoy things like, I mean, we have a, a lot of things in common that we enjoy, like I've been walking, cooking. Uh, sometimes I cook, she wash the dishes or she doing laundry. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, her, it's, we have a similar things to do. Uh, we like, uh, you know, enjoy. Uh, sometimes we can be used uh, lying in the couch together watching a movie or just talking about being silly or th- uh, something like that. So, um, yeah, that, um, um, thank you, Gandhi, for that because um, we haven't, uh, you know, up and down, but we uh, we easy to fix. You know, we have in some situation before that somebody got upset or something, but um, it's easy, you know, we talk and we are great again. So um, that's amazing. Um, my name is Marty Weaver, owner of Solar Fitness, LLC. Well, we train to gain the power of the sun. And as it pertains to love languages and and how I perceive it, I see it as a lock and key. If I'm going to use that analogy, there's plenty of analogies, but um, a lock and key. Because us humans, we come... We, we come with so many different um, pieces of baggage. And it's not all bad, good things and bad, that there's no way to make a cookie cutter program of love. And I know that, you know, we, we look for love gurus and things like that and find that magic potion, but there is not one because we're all different mathematical equations if we if we use that. And it's a choice. It's it's that free will to want to figure out and find out the keys of that person. Just like I'm a, I'm a personal trainer, but everybody cannot get trained the same way. I can't train an Olympic athlete the same way as I can train somebody that has two reconstructive knee surgeries. So I need to figure out what makes that person tick and see what works for them. Not what works for me, but what works for them. And just to keep it short, that's kind of how I see it. It's a lock and key. It's a communication system where I give a little and the other person gives a little. Um, Personally, my love language happens to be physical touch. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a um, a, a, a sexual thing, but it is an intimate thing. Um, And the way that I show that personally um, I do things like I'm, I'm a foot rubber. I'm, I'm one of those um, masseuse, foot rubbing, Reiki um, type of people. But even with that, even with somebody that I am in love with, that I'm engaged with, I like the fact that I can put my arms around them because definitely even in my childhood, growing up in a more strict or <clears throat> not as affectionate uh, community. I got some for my family, but overall, a man's not necessarily supposed to be hugging all over people, wanting to hold hands. You know, we thought of that as being a simp and and the, and the other things. So I didn't really get to understand that when I was younger. But as I'm getting older, 
and I'm in relationships where I'm allowed to do that, I feel that that is a that is a that is a key to my particular lot because I haven't gotten to experience that in so long, and I just and that's just my natural um, chemistry. I look at my body graph. There's a you know for people that are familiar with the body graph or you know your chakras and things like that. I study those things, and physical touch tends to be a way that I like to um, engage in the energy exchange. And along with that is quality time. And the way that I do that for the person I, I am in love with, I make sure that I carve out some time specifically for them. Whether we do yoga together, whether it's a phone talk, whether it's texting, there is an allotted time, just like I used to have football practice from three o'clock to five o'clock, and, I, and, and people know, don't call me during those times. I make out time for my significant other um, to know that it's just not time. It's not that I'm just, oh, I just got a five minute break and let me just do something um, because I have nothing else to do. This is a lot of time for that person. That way they feel special. They feel singled out. And um, yeah, so I just wrap it up from there. My two love languages are physical touch along with um, quality time. And that's the ways that you can get get my um, lock picked, <laughs> so to speak. But um, yeah, that's my answer. That is how I, that is how I see personally, it's not the gospel, um, love language through my eyes. Never a second will I waste. Never an opportunity to taste the sweetness of Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops Podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. Love never